Now that you've found UBN Radio and discovered our quality talk shows, it's time to spread the word to friends, family, and the universe. 24 hours of music and talk. Radio without limits. That's why people keep coming back for more. That's UBNRadio.com. It's Blissin' Up. I'm your host, Rachel Lang, intuitive astrologer. Get starstruck with inspiring guests and engaging conversations. Blissin' Up starts now. Hello and welcome to Blissin' Up. I'm your host and navigator through the astro-mythological language that helps us understand our placement in the universe at any given point in time. We are here in a new studio today. It's, a, it's, an exciting, it's an exciting show. In today's episode, we prepare for the darkening of the moon and the new moon in Aquarius, a sign committed to humanitarian endeavors, community organizing, and important causes. This new moon asks us to consider what new beginnings we might initiate in our, our own lives and, and lay as intentions so that we can make our mark on social causes, make our mark on the world. And, uh, and, and so, you know, I urge you as you're listening to this show to think about what it is you would like to contribute and how you can make a difference. To help us meet the challenge of this new moon and the opportunity, I've invited two very special guests, activists and champions of social justice, Catherine Gray and Heidi Schink. Together they have developed ways for women to gather in support of one another and work toward the empowerment of all, and especially of women within communities. They, um, together they work through the organization 360 Karma. And so they're going to join us on our show today to discuss why this cause needs attention at this time and what you can do to contribute and to make a difference. Also in our show, we're going to answer one question submitted by one of our viewers. Callie asks, I know nothing about my chart, and I get lost sometimes when you talk about all the planets and the houses and the signs, and so I'm interested in learning, but it seems really complex. How can I make sense of astrology when I know nothing about it? So Callie, that's a great question, and it's one that I hear a lot. So um, we're going we're gonna to help you to, to navigate that and, and answer those questions. So we'll answer that question later in the show. As always, I'm joined in studio by the amazing and talented producer and extremely handsome, John Williams. Oh, well, thank you, Rachel. <laughs> Hi, John. Hi, honey. Good to see you. It's good to see you, too. What do you think about the new get, new digs here? Uh, it's great. It's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. Well, last week we started it, and we had, we you know, we were, we're kind of working it out. And so yeah. this week we're we're really, like, we're in it. We're in <laughs> we're the in flow. It. We're in it to win it. I know. And we've got all kinds of fun <laughs> graphics, and yeah. I developed some really high high production quality you, you know did. promos yeah. <laughs> i'm looking forward to seeing them so yeah 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 it's fun so um so yeah john i think what do you think should we get starstruck i think we should i'm looking forward to that ready uh-huh <laughs> okay this is our starstruck segment and it's that segment of our show where we talk about what's happening astrologically this week so that you can make the most of each day. And we start this week, the weekend kicks off with a romantic, intense Pluto conjunct Venus 
um, and they both join up, Venus and Pluto both join up in Capricorn. Now this combination, we've got the planet of love and beauty and relationships and partnerships meeting up with the planet that, the planet Pluto, the planet of death and rebirth, the planet of healing and regeneration through going into those deeper parts of ourselves that might be a little bit challenging to go into, the subconscious mind. And so when Pluto and Venus meet up, this combination sparks for some really deep, intense connections with other people. Especially if you're in a relationship, there could be some very, very powerful, meaningful, life-changing conversations that come up. Um, spiritual unions and, and passion, especially for our Earth signs, Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. Um, now, the downside of this influence is that it could bring up issues of intensity as in like jealousy or possessiveness or power imbalances. And so if you have any of those conditions in your relationship, um, you might want to reevaluate how you handle those, how you handle those um, inner influences and how you handle that energy and try to strive for balance and, and restore um, ways of, 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 of really being in partnership, um, especially in your romantic relationships. Our cardinal signs, Aries, Cancer, and Libra, are especially sensitive to this. And so there might be some tension, some really dynamic tension that plays out for you in your relationships. You know, if, if you get into a, 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 a situation where there's a lot of negative energy spiraling because there are so many emotions that are being unearthed and so much that's coming up from the subconscious mind, that you know, that we really have, we really have an opportunity, as, as challenging as it can be, we really have an opportunity to, uh, to learn from the past and to heal those past experiences, either in our relationships or the triggers that, that kind of spark um, some of the conflicts that are happening for you right now. It's a really wonderful time to move into your emotions, through them, and get to the other side so that you can better your relationship and you can and really, again, achieve balance. Um, you know, I find that especially with regard to self-respect, self-esteem, self-worth, that these issues are extremely pronounced under this influence. Because anytime we're not honoring ourselves in a relationship, whether it's a friendship, a, a business partnership, or a romantic relationship, you know, when we're not honoring ourselves or respecting ourselves, often that can get projected out and we feel disrespected, we feel unacknowledged in our personal relationships. So it's a time to radically love ourselves and to commit to that first and then the healing within the relationship can, can, can occur as a product of that. So trust that any challenges that you experience this weekend are really fostering that healing process. Then step up into your power and commit to deep, intimate love. So that's, that's Pluto and Venus in, in Capricorn. Now the moon is also in Capricorn. So we've got a lot of Capricorn energy. Um, we, when the moon's in Capricorn, we're all extremely focused. And so we have a desire for achievement, for success, for ambition. And so it's a good time for us to be motivated and focused. It's especially an excellent day for, for managing tasks and, and checking things off your to-do list, especially our, our Earth signs, Virgo, Taurus, and Capricorn. Any social engagements you have this evening, um, Saturday night, or even Sunday, might feel a lot like networking events. So make the most of this by preparing your elevator speech so that if you run into someone who can help you achieve something that you've been wanting to achieve or manifest a goal, 
um, you're ready and you're, you're primed for, for making that connection. Collect business cards. Bring your business cards to anything that you go to. You never know who you could meet, especially your earth signs. Um, this is a day for, for really getting new insights and inspirations um, with regard to relationships, especially our water signs, Pisces, Cancer, Scorpio. Virgo and Capricorn, you're in this too. Saturday and Sunday bring us insights and, and some sudden aha moments. Our air and fire signs, air, Aquarius, Gemini, Libra, Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius, that's a mouthful, you're all ready for adventure. This is a weekend where you want to get away. You want to enjoy, uh, you know, spending time with friends. There's a lot of dynamic energy. And so, you know, you really, you're, you're, you're going to want to be outside of your comfort zone and stretching yourself as much as you possibly can all weekend long. The sun, the sun is also sextiling Uranus. And Mercury and Jupiter are teaming up in a trine. And so these influences together really spark new ideas. This is a great time for, um, for brainstorming, for collaborating, for getting together with, with people who can, who can share a vision with you and you can really start to, 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 to set intentions for what you might manifest in the, in, you know, in the, in the future. So, you know, with this influence, the Sun, Uranus especially, our inner rebels are kind of fired up and they're ready to go and they don't want anybody stopping them. Um, but Mercury is in Capricorn and Jupiter is in Venus, and Virgo, not Venus, Jupiter's in Virgo. And so these are really practical signs that ask us to take a step back, to not rush into something head first, but to really be careful. And so implementing strategy, developing practical approaches to accomplishing those dreams. You're going to want to break your routine, but within careful boundaries. And, uh, and, so, uh, and so, you know, finish your chores before you go out and play. <laughs> As a result of all of this energy, Venus uh, and also in addition to that, we've got Venus squaring Uranus. And, and so this is all happening at the same time. And so this is really a time when we rethink our relationships. You know, are you feeling restricted? Are you feeling held back? Is your relationship or your friendships allowing you to shine as brightly as possible? And if the answer to any of those is no, then you need to take a step back and reassess. First of all, how can you shine more brightly? How can you show up differently in those relationships? Secondly, are there things, are there relationships that you need to let go of that no longer serve you anymore, that are bringing a lot of negativity? So make the changes within you first and then start to see what needs to shift on the outside. Um, on Sunday, a Sun Square Mars transit heats up the intensity that's already playing out throughout the weekend. So watch your competitive drives and really keep your egos in check. Or you might get a pretty significant lesson in humility. You know what that means. So, you know, especially our fixed signs, Taurus, Aquarius, Leo, and, and Scorpio. You know, you want to think about yourselves like bamboo, flexible and flowing, so that when there are storms that come up, or debates or fights or conflicts that you're bending and you're flowing. Choose your battles very carefully. Um, if you're gathering in a large group of friends, you might experience this especially pronounced. And so, you know, just take a step back and observe and, and, and really don't have to step in. Sometimes it's better to just wait it out, wait out the storm. Um, especially for our water signs, you're so sensitive, Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. Um, now, 
the energy of passion can also be really good for your romantic life. And so if you're channeling some of that energy uh, into, you know, into to deeper intimate connections with your partner, um, then then you then you have an opportunity to really to really kind of spark some flames and uh, and 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 use some of that intensity to transmute energy and to, to really come you know kind of come together in an intimate way. Monday brings us a new moon at 20 degrees of Aquarius. Now the Sabian symbol for this new moon is a large white dove bearing messages. Now Aquarian energy symbolizes unity, coming together, community organizing, networking um, for, for causes. Aquarius is the humanitarian sign. And so, and so the symbolism for this new moon suggests a time of refining your own mission and goals so that you can determine how you will contribute to your community, to the planet, and to the collective whole. This is a really important time. Realize that every thought, every feeling, and every action is essentially an intention that you're setting. And so each moment of each day, you are planting seeds that will then manifest themselves in your life. So I, I encourage you to take some time this new moon to really sit in reflection of, of how you want to show up differently in the world and what intentions you'd like to set for giving back, for making a difference. Because that's the, that's the energy of this new moon. This new moon really, it's, it, 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 it opens us up to receive divine guidance so that we can figure out how to, how to really contribute, how to really give back. The sun and moon are both squaring Mars, which symbolizes a time, because this is a new moon, so the sun and moon are both in one place, and they're in a square, which is tension, it's challenge, with Mars, which is ego. And so we're being asked right now to, to really release some of our ego drives and our ego desires. And you'll know it's an ego desire if, it, it feels, if you feel a sense of competition or a sense of separateness from other people. Like, I have to be first, or I need this, or, you know, something, something that's, that's, that's within you that is, is pulling you forward um, in a way that, that, that causes you to feel um, separate from the universe, separate from the divine, separate from one another. That's all the ego drive. And so, and so Aquarius fosters a sense of unity with all that is. So it helps us to realize the Aquarius sun and moon, this new moon, helps us to realize how intimately connected we all are. And so let all of your intentions, all of your thoughts, all of your feelings, all of your actions be nurtured by this understanding this week. On Wednesday and Thursday, the Pisces moon takes center stage. And, uh, and, and, and you know, it kind of unfolds a, a, a couple of days where we are feeling our creative juices flowing. We might feel a little bit more emotional. Um, the influence of Neptune gives us the opportunity to really go deeply into our emotions, to feel everything that comes up. Um, this particular influence is, um, it, you know, it, it, it really is, uh, encourages us to reach out for help. So if, you, if you've been thinking about seeing a therapist, seeing an astrologer, 
um, getting some getting some help with anything, seeing a healer, acupuncturist. This is a great time to be to be really going in and and refining some of those stuck emotions, some some of those beliefs and some of those understandings of who you are, and healing and moving through some of those stuck emotions, especially in your body. So, dance therapy is great for this, or somatics. Wednesdays doldrums and emotional ups and downs lead us into Thursdays take charge Aries moon and this is especially true for our fire signs Aries Leo and Sagittarius find time to get outside or go to the gym or move your body to symbolize the fact that your life is about to move forward in a new way we're in a new moon cycle so taking steps forward in running or walking or going to the beach or, or, or you know, whatever, in whatever way you're moving your body, um, that's also symbolic of how you're moving, moving energy in your life. Um, you know, avoid feeling stuck. Uh, and, and, it, and, and you might even get a massage or something to work out any stuck energy as well. Um, take things slowly though, and watch that you don't fixate on illusions or things that aren't real um, or things that aren't necessarily um, that you can't rely on you know fixate on on your higher power on your higher self and and let that be your guardian and your guide and uh, and if all else fails you might consider getting a reality check from that friend of yours who always tells it like it is um, just to have another contrast in terms of, of your ideas and your opinions so that's our starstruck segment for today Stay tuned. We'll be right back. And when we come back, we have two very special guests who will be sharing with us a little bit about why it's important to empower women and what you can do to participate in their cause, 360 Karma. So stay tuned. Charting your astrological course to love, career, health, money, and more. How to get through Mercury retrograde? Make the most of a new moon? I'll help you navigate what's ahead with inspiring guests and engaging conversations. Plus, a whole lot of fun. It's a little bit of woo-woo, but it's all about you. Listen up every Friday at noon on UBN Radio. Now that you've found UBN Radio and discovered our quality talk shows, it's time to spread the word to friends, family, and the universe. 24 hours of music and talk. Radio without limits. That's why people keep coming back for more. That's UBNRadio.com.
Took a trip on a Gemini spacecraft. All right, welcome back. You're listening to Listen Up. And I'm here with Heidi Schink and Catherine Gray. Hi, Rachel. Hi. Hi Rachel. Thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, thank you for, for having us. us. Yeah. I, we're just going to speak at the same time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> In stereo. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, so I'm, I'm really excited about what you're both doing. Um, women's empowerment is, a, is something that's very dear to my heart, and it's something I've been involved with on my own um, through my own activist activities and advocacy work um, for, for decades. So tell me a little bit about 360 Karma and, and what this is. Well, I started 360karma.com to uh, create a platform for women to help each other. I think too often where uh, people are out there feeling alone, like they're on their own and, mm-hmm. you know, it's people. tough out there and they can't, they're f- afraid and, oh, and whatnot. And nice I wanted to bring to my safety together so, um, in a forum that we could have a conversation online and uh, with 360 Karma Women on Facebook I, and I I Twitter it. and and also um, in a conference coming up in November in West Hollywood mm-hmm. here in Los Angeles um, to bring two types of women together. One is women that are already accomplished. They have overcome adversity and challenges and they have grabbed the brass ring. They're the CEO or they've overcome some uh, health issue or uh, domestic abuse or uh, anything that you know would be a major challenge mm-hmm. and they're doing great things. They've started nonprofits and they mm-hmm. uh, have started their own shoe line or manufacturing or they've um, you know they're big in politics mm-hmm. uh, you know they're just doing great work out there mm-hmm. and then there's people that are feeling like wow I wish I could do more work. There's more women thinking you know I know there's a lot of opportunity mm-hmm. if there's ever a time this is it because this is the time for women to rise up and help each other. And so that's what the forum is, and a platform that tells their stories through our web talk series and our book, Live, Love, Thrive, and the conference also of the same name, Live, mm-hmm. Love, Thrive. Um, taking women that have done exceptional things and putting them with women who know they can and want to live their life's purpose and live their life full on. It's, uh, and, and by bringing ourselves together, we can help each other to do that. Great, great. Yeah. And Heidi, this is something that you've been involved with in the political spectrum, correct? Correct. And and why do you think this is a time when it's so important for 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 us to empower women? Well, first of all, uh, when women lead, and this is just proven, they've actually done statistics on this. Uh, we lead better than men, right? Mm-hmm. We tend to lead by consensus and cooperation mm-hmm. and by collaboration, right? And that makes for better efficacy in terms of the kind of policy that we get passed. So women do better in terms of legislation. Mm -hmm. And we also know they do better for American families, actually. And also, too, even uh, maybe the word better is strong. No, it's the truth. It might be the truth. But but (laughs) I would say that. Actually better. I would say they lead differently. And that's why you need both at the table. Mm -hmm. Well, here's here's the thing, though. The the. We're going to have an argument. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. <laughs> Go away, Mars. Here's, here's the felony. <laughs> actually, the statistics show that we actually lead better. We've had more, women have introduced more legislation, even though we represent a much smaller 
uh, percentage of uh, the total U.S. Uh, House of Representatives which and what, Senate. Which is what percent? Uh, I think like it's about 16 percent. 16 right? percent. So we have 84 uh, out of the five. We have uh, 84 out of the 535 yeah. uh, legis uh, federal legislators that are w are women. The rest and I are say we should men. be at least 50 wow. percent, but she says and we, we should represent be more. more than 50 percent. But he, but here's the thing. Women, the Dalai Lama said it the best. He said, if women don't start assuming leadership positions now, mm -hmm. we won't see a 22nd uh, century. Mm. And that's because we, ha we are now a, a global economy. We are a global right. socio-political landscape. That's mm -hmm. what we're living in. And if we don't start, if women don't assume these leadership roles and, and lead by consensus, What's going to start to happen is that that hierarchical way that men lead mm -hmm. is going to lead to more conflict, mm -hmm. more this is uh, us versus them, as opposed to we. Women tend to think in terms of we. And in order for us to really make it through the problems that this globe is facing, not just American problems, but international problems, women have to be on the forefront of leadership. So it's actually, there's, there's an imperative mm -hmm. for this. Mm -hmm. It used to be that it was just important for us to lead because we deserve to. We deserve to be in boardrooms. Sure. We deserve to be... I to mean, have a voice. To have a voice. To be represented. That's right. And to, and to not only care about our own issues, it, it just so happens that the issues that women legislators care about do better not just for women, but also for men. That's yeah. where I can agree with you. Yeah. Uh, okay. But... Uh, it, it, there's an imperative to it now. Mm -hmm. Sure, and I think you know there have there have even been studies that have been conducted um, about you know giving giving funds or giving resources to people in in th in third world countries or in impoverished areas, mm -hmm. and and the, these according to these studies, if you give resources to men, they tend to use it for themselves, mm -hmm. and if you give it to women then they invest back in their communities right. and they support education. The caring and nurturing. And That's right. Yeah. They're, they're, it's more about other people than themselves. But um, the other thing is that <clears throat> we fought for so many generations to get to where we are, especially here in America. Mm -hmm. uh, even uh, voting rights. I mean, uh, at one time as women, we had no voting rights. Mm -hmm. So we must embrace and remember that, that this is why it's important for all the people that went before us. Mm -hmm. It's our duty to step up to the plate and live our highest self and grab the brass ring and start the nonprofit and be the artist and write the book and help people. You know, this this is our calling and mm -hmm. we're being called now to not sit on the sidelines anymore but to jump in the game, but we must help each other. We can't go it alone. But we're actually fighting a battle on that front yeah. because if you look at, and this is current, right? So if you look at the current landscape out there, there, it, there are two factions that are really splitting. You have women's empowerment, which is in full bloom, but you have people who are trying to squash women's empowerment by trying to take away reproductive rights, by trying to say, you know, what the moral fabric of family has been changed because women are in the workforce, they should be back in the home. So there are many ways, there are many battles that we still have to fight. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of people out there that are not only limiting our capability, women's capability to move forward uh, and to rise in, let's say, the corporate ladders or whatever it is, whatever profession they're in or whatever their dreams are to do. Uh, but they're not just trying to thwart us. They're literally saying that there is a moral 
component to the fact that women have been liberated. Mm-hmm. So that the word feminism has almost taken on like a icky connotation the way that being a liberal sort of took that on for a while. We need to reclaim that word mm-hmm. and say that feminism is good for humanism, for all people, right? Mm-hmm. But this is a real battle that's being fought today. And women can't stand on the sidelines anymore. If we wait for men to sort of change that landscape for us, we're gonna be waiting a long time. So it's our responsibility, and I think that's what Catherine and I are are trying to do. We're trying to say women's empowerment comes first and foremost from women. But you know, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take this I'm gonna take this for just a moment. I'm gonna open this up a little bit. Because the word battle to me is it it's that hierarchical power structure. Mm -hmm. And so I think if we're looking at how do we make a change and how do we have more of a voice and representation, we have to look at it more in terms of being the inspiration. Absolutely. Being, like, rather than fighting, we have to be strong. We have right. to be in leadership. We have to raise ourselves up so that we're not fighting back, which is very Mars, it's very masculine, right. but we're being more Venus. We're being more, mm-hmm. you know, finding ways to relate to one another. Right, and true. So, more of a peaceful, wise path. Well, it's more right. of, it's more of being, being powerful ourselves. Yes, I think right. because we've been disempowered and, and enculturated to be, we don't really, we haven't, we're not using our voices or we haven't been trained or, or, or taught to use our voices. And so what I'm, you know, what I'm, I'm, I think the opportunity is with 360 Karma and all that you're doing mm-hmm. is it's, you're inspiring women to be powerful. That's right. right. To be powerful in whatever way that they are, whether right. it's the, fa- like one of the stories on your website features someone who, who, um, who started a foundation for, women to have facial reconstruction right. after domestic violence. Right. Yeah, beautiful. It's so beautiful. Deborah Alessi from mm. Face Forward mm. organization. Mm-hmm. Actually made me cry. Work. Yeah. Yes. Her and her husband. And I'm not a crier. <laughs> <laughs> they, Such an uh, air sign. <laughs> air signs are all up here. <laughs> they, they reconstruct the faces of women who've been, uh, mm. you know, uh, you know, from di- from domestic violence, yeah, uh, have been yeah. battered. Sorry, battered from the domestic uh, violence, but uh, and they can't afford the plastic surgery, right. so they help reconstruct them at, at no charge. That's what their foundation does. See, I think yeah. about that. Yeah. And I think about, about giving back. Love and compassion yeah. is much more powerful than than that hierarchical domination system that we've been operating. That's true, under. but we also have to admit who are opponent is, if you will. In other words, they are coming at us Mm. with their spears, right? Mm -hmm. With the battle. Mm -hmm. You're right. We can bring out something that is more inspiring, more uplifting, and I agree. And the way that when I give speeches or seminars or when I was running for office, uh, I always frame things in a very positive way because Mm -hmm. I'm also very responsive to positive, uplifting messages. But I think we have to, women can't ignore the fact that what's coming at us is, I won't say just men, but it is, it's male-ish. Meaning it's it's patriarchal. Or hierarchy, actually. Yeah, or that's exactly right. It's hierarchical Mm -hmm. and it's, and, and for the opposition, 
they're coming at us from the old path, which is hierarchical and is a battle. Mm -hmm. And if we don't understand what we're fighting against, then we can't win. Mm -hmm. and, we, and what we want to win is women's empowerment, right? Mm -hmm. We want to be able to do with our lives whatever it is that we want to do. We just don't want to have limitations put on us either by laws or by societal constructs mm -hmm. uh, or by our own inability mm -hmm. to recognize our own power. So whether it's internal or external, uh, we have to recognize what it is that we're fighting against. First and foremost, you have to know what that is in order then to reach for the kinds of inspiration that you're talking about. Yeah, and I'm, we're trying to give... Uh, we're trying to give women the tools of, well, how do I find my life's purpose? And how do I fund it? And how do I market it and manifest it? So we're, we're offering up those tools to help people to do that. So mm -hmm. we have a, the web series showcases women that have already, you know, done great things. And, and then it puts them with people who know that they can be doing great things, that they have a higher calling. Uh, but how do they find that? And how do they make it happen? Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's the gist of 360 Karma. Huh. And, uh, you know, one of the things that Heidi brought to my attention this morning is very important is that policy making and politics are so important because without power in that arena, none of the rest happens, the boardroom or, you know, any of the uh, other... Self-empowerment. Yeah, right. uh, and, and that's why it's important people, women, get get in the game to vote for and elections and policies exactly. and run. Yeah, well, I think, I think that's important too because as we're looking at this next generation of female, of, of women, growing up in the world, it's so important for them to see, to see possibilities modeled for them. That's right. Mm -hmm. it, the, actually, you hit on a great point because one of the reasons why women don't run, right? We don't run as much as men for office, for higher office. And one of the big reasons is that young women, your girls, are actually not only not encouraged to do it, but they don't see it, mm -hmm. right? We haven't mm -hmm. had a female president yet. Yes, but we're, <laughs> I don't know. The other reason. Yet. And the other I'm not saying who I'm voting for, but yet. Okay. And the bottom line is that we uh, we are, the, the amount of legislators that we have that are female, are, it's actually, the numbers are going down. We had yeah. a high... And tell them the reason. I mean, the reason you and I discussed was because men don't think they need as many qualifications to run as women think they do. Right. Mm -hmm. And so there could be very qualified women but they sell themselves short. They right. don't even realize that, yes, they could be running. They did a study yeah. on, and, and this sort of applies to women in general and how they think of themselves in terms of asking for raises or mm -hmm. saying, I, be, I belong as a director rather than staying where I am, right? Uh, but this was specifically, this study was done for politics. Mm -hmm. And they said, why? how many qualifications, they asked men, how many qualifications do you think that you need to run? Out of 10, they gave them the 10 qualifications. And then they asked women the same question. Women responded that they needed nine of the 10. Men responded that they needed one. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That kind wow. of says a lot about why there's right. not yeah. more women in so politics. We are, yeah. It's our own internal expectations yeah. sure. of what we're willing to reach for. Right. Whether you're an artist, whether you're uh, an accountant, whether you're a politician, it, mm -hmm. it, whether you're a mother, it actually doesn't really matter. 
what we think we need to have before we take that next mm-hmm. step is actually way out of whack. Mm-hmm. And certainly not if, if men only need one, hell, I only need one too, right? <laughs> yeah, that's all right. right. Let's right. all get out there and run. Right. We, sh- we yeah. need to know that we don't have to be overqualified. Yeah. We don't want to. We don't want to ever be. I think women just have a certain expectations mm-hmm. of, of our our own selves. We don't want to be underqualified either, mm-hmm. right? So one one qualification to me is not enough, and it seems hard to believe that that's all men think that they need. Yeah. But we could bring that number down to maybe five, right. and so then all of a sudden that's very empowering because now as a woman you say to yourself gee I don't need to be the best or have the most experience I could be right in the middle where I have plenty of knowledge but I still have room to grow and still do the things just I want have to that do. burning desire and calling that that's you, right that yeah. you know somewhere in yourself that's what you're meant but to I, do. That's right. I think too that you know what what you're speaking to is that we need to trait to teach ourselves to, we have these constructs, these like limiting beliefs, these ideas of what we should be and who we are. That's right. And what I hear you saying is push through those, you know, like move, move beyond those. So not, right. not necessarily move beyond those, but like start breaking them down. Take big risks. That's yeah. right. The only reason women can be making less money is that's what they think they deserve. Yeah. So, that's right. I mean, how else could it happen? Women yeah, don't, well, well, the, well yeah. <laughs> that's a can of worms we could go, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. but yeah. That's a whole other opening. Pain equity is a whole exactly. show in and of itself. It's yeah. not, that's yeah. not necessarily yeah, what yeah. we believe about ourselves. But yeah. what is true about that yeah. is that women don't tend to ask for raises, mm. right. right? So men will walk into the, you know, their boss's office and they'll say, hey, time for a raise. Whereas a woman will wait until their boss and they could be waiting forever. Right. So, and, and in part, it's because, again, in terms of societal constructs, women are not taught to be assertive. In fact, often we get penalized for being mm-hmm. assertive. You know what they say, what they call assertive women. I'm not yeah. sure I can mention them on <laughs> yeah. the show. You can't uh, run. But we're it begins not, with a B. Have yeah. an itch. Uh, yeah. Right. Then yeah. you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so the, the point is that yeah. we have to start recognizing mm-hmm. that uh, we have more power than we think we have as the individual. Sure. And however we want to apply that, we should. Yeah. But they do have an old boys club. It absolutely exists. We have all as a woman experienced it. And we need to create something like that ourselves. I call it the bold girls club because nobody wants to be in the bold girls club. <laughs> so, so Even though we are. Even though we are. Even we are. Is, so... We're, 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 yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Just us two. No, 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 no. <laughs> so um, we have just uh, just another minute. Um, tell us how we can get involved. How where we can find where we can submit stories. Where we can find out more about Three Sixty Karma and some of the things that you're doing. Well, 360karma.com. Exactly. Uh, you can submit your story and right. you can find out more about what we're doing. Uh, 360 Karma Women on Facebook and Twitter. It's wonderful. Excellent. Um, it's and wonderful. Find, about, find out about the conference that you the have coming up. The conference is coming up in November Great. Uh, in West Hollywood. And we're excited about that. Mm-hmm. Then people will be able to hear the heroes uh, and superwomen of our web series and book live so and in person. The stories are yeah. so incredible. Uh, if you are listening to this, you need to go to 360karma.com because I I have been so touched by really spending time looking at some of those stories and you know, from medical professionals to authors to, you know, Heidi, you're featured in it and yeah. Catherine, even your She's story. She's a published author. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, and if they so. want to contact me, I'm on Facebook and Twitter Great. at Heidi Schenk. 
uh, for Twitter and, and Facebook, Heidi Schenk. And if people are interested in getting more involved, not just in the political process, but knowing how I'm involved with 360 Karma mm -hmm. and how they could yes. be, they could also get in Great. touch with me. And do you have other political aspirations? Are you going to be running for office? Yeah. We'll have to <laughs> wait and see. <laughs> Should right. I break that news now? Uh, uh, yes, I'm. I'm we love for Hillary. No. Yeah. yeah. We, we, the bottom line is that I will never stop mm -hmm. in whatever capacity. Yeah, you've been an activist for thirty years. For thirty so. years, mm -hmm. and That's so uh, you know, currently I'm a delegate to the state Democratic Party, mm -hmm. and there's lots of work to be done this year for the presidential election. But mm -hmm. I think eventually, again, I will run. Great. Uh, because if I don't show that it could be done, right? Yeah. Because I've done it, and because yeah. I'm so passionate. Uh, uh, then who will, right? Like we need, we need leaders, people who are already in that arena to step up to the plate because it's hard to run. I mean, mm -hmm. you get knocked around and we have to show that women could actually still be, uh, land on their two feet even after being sort of in the, in the, in the boxing But it ring. is why exactly. women need to get around women to yeah. help get them into office. They exactly. got to vote and they've got to get on the campaigns and rally around them. Uh, we can't do it alone. It takes a village. Exactly, right. and you've created that so Thanks. beautifully. So um, I'm looking forward to being more involved in your web series and, and to promoting your book and doing anything I can to support your efforts, thank both you. of you, on the show. You. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. Thank right. you so much. 360karma.com and find them both on Facebook and uh, Twitter and all the social media outlets. So we'll take a really short break, and when we come back, Robert... I'm sorry, no, Callie's today. Callie, we've got your question, so stay tuned. Welcome back. That was such a great interview, wasn't it, John? Yeah. I mean, I could have talked to them all day long. I wish our show was like three hours. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but we have a question from Facebook, one of our Facebook fans. Uh, Callie asks, I know nothing about my chart, and I get lost sometimes when you talk about the planets and the signs and the houses. I'm interested in learning, but it seems complex. How can I make sense of astrology when I don't know anything about it? Great question, Kelly. So first of all, follow your sun sign. This is the one that you know the best. Um, and listen for clues. Every single sun sign has an element, uh, a triplicity or a, a quality, a quadruplicity. Um, you know, there are earth, air, fire, and water. Um, there are cardinal, fixed, mutable. And so start listening for these clues as you're listening to the segment, especially starstruck. And, um, and, and, and really, I encourage you to get your chart constructed. And you don't have to understand all the symbols. It, it is complex, but if you can speak a little bit of that language, then you can start getting clues about how you relate to the universe and how the universe relates to you. Also, you can get some insight about your personality and about what you're here to do. Um, astrology really is a tool that you can use at any time to help you navigate the ups and downs, the changes, the ins and outs, the, the direction of your life. Um, and, and it's all through symbols. 
So, you know, the other thing I always recommend is that you get an astrological calendar or a witch's calendar or even a farmer's almanac, which can show you um, some uh, where the moon is at any given time. And so what I recommend for my first like 101, astrology 101 students is that you follow the moon because you get a sense, you get a feel for what the sign is like by feeling what the moon's influence is like. For example, um, when the moon's in Cancer, we tend to want to nest and we tend to want to, to go inside. We also want to eat a little bit more. Uh, and uh, when the moon's in, in uh, Gemini, we're all just like talking, talking, talking. It's a very social sign and a, and a social time. And the moon moves every three days so you can really understand um, uh, the energy of a sign by following that moon. And so I think those are, those are a couple of ways that you can start to learn this language and use it and apply it to situations in your life. And if you have any more questions, please feel free to find me on Facebook or email me. Uh, you can go to my website, blissenup.com. And I love getting questions and I love finding answers. So thank you so much, Callie, for writing in and for asking your question. Next week, we have a really exciting show. We're going to be talking about cancer, surviving cancer. How do you handle loss? Um, we have Dr. Susan Mecca, who has just written a book about her process, her spiritual process, um, surviving the, the losses of her son and her husband through cancer. And so she's going to share with us some insight. Um, we had a lot of losses from cancer early on this year, and so we have a lot of chapters closing. And so this is a time where, where, we have, um, where, where we need insight about how we can grieve, how we can you know, apply spiritual practices to that process. So she's going to be here next week. Um, also, if you want a reading for the first of the year, um, you know, find out how to navigate the changes this year and what's happening, please reach out to me at blissenup.com. Um, it'll change your life. Perhaps. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for watching. And thank you to my guests, Catherine and Heidi. And follow them on 360karma.com. Thank you.